Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast where turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. In this podcast, I'll bring you resources, tips, interviews, and lots more to help to grow your business and make it less dependent on you. Hello and welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast. My name is Topher Morrison, guest host, pitch hitting for Dan Bradbury as he just read the book, Eat, Pray, Love. He's now in Bali trying to fall in love with himself. But I'm being told that's absolutely not true. Uh, And he's actually just getting ready for the Ultimate Entrepreneur, June 22nd and 23rd, where we are going to have an incredible mastermind over two days where you can come to the event, tickets still available, uh, and we can dissect your business, pick it apart, find out what's working, what's not, so you can crush it post-coronavirus time frame. And uh, at that same time, we're also going to be having a contest called The Ultimate Entrepreneur, where we have 10 finalists already selected who are going to be competing for that title and winning a 10,000 pound cash prize. I'm guest hosting today because I get the privilege of interviewing each one of those contestants. Today, we have Georgia Kirk. She is a publishing consultant. Her company is called Bright Business Results. uh, And she's here to share with you her story, how she survived, not just survived the pandemic, I should say, but actually is thriving as a result of that. So um, without further ado, let's get her onto the show because you don't need to hear me sit here and talk. We want to hear her story. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show, Georgia Kirk. Georgia, welcome to the program. Glad to have you on the Dan Bradbury podcast. Are you excited to be in the competition for the ultimate entrepreneur? I'm so excited, Tofa, and really pleased to be here today. Thanks for having me. Well, I can't wait to hear your story because I know it's going to be a good one with a happy ending. Otherwise, you wouldn't have become one of the finalists for the competition. Um, But before we even get into that, I want to just have a quick conversation about pitching because I'm a pitch guy and I love to hear people's pitch and how do they present their business. So um, what I'd love for you to do is uh, just give me your pitch. Tell me a little bit about your business. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, While research suggests that about 83% of adults want to write their own book, yet less than 1% actually ever do. So I help busy entrepreneurs build their personal brands and community by creating and publishing their books and also their blogs and their podcasts. And myself and my team do this even if they don't write, they don't have any equipment and don't know where to start. Fantastic. Clear, concise, precise. I loved it. Uh, Tells me exactly what you do. Um, uh, So... The publishing, the ghostwriting business, it's, it's a fickle one. It's, it's, I know because I've got clients who do that as well, and I know that there's some ups and some downs, and for whatever reason, I guess people, certain seasons, that's when they get to thinking about writing or what have you. Um, let's talk about the pandemic. You know, some businesses thrived as a result of the pandemic. Others got really just hammered in the very beginning and died. Some people got hammered at the beginning, pivoted, and they're doing really great. So let's talk about your business. I'm assuming you're not in the hammered and died or you wouldn't be a finalist. So uh, did you notice any kind of a difference in your business? What were you doing prior to COVID when that happened? How was business? What was going on? What kind of numbers were you producing? What was life like back then? Sure. Um, So the business in the run up to 2020 had been hovering in the low six figure region revenue wise. Mm -hmm. And it had become a lifestyle business without me intending it to become that. I always wanted it to be this amazing thing that that just helped loads of people. And I had this this really big vision for it. And so 
in my mind, 2020 was already set to be my year. Uh-huh. Um, and I say that in inverted commas for those uh, listening. Now, so when you say uh, your year, were you thinking, okay, I'm going to shift from a lifestyle business to a performance business. We're going to scale and grow this thing and go big. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, cool. So that was, that was your ambition for 2020 or 2019? That was for 2020. 2020. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then COVID-19 hit toward the end of 2019. What happened? Um, so I, well, I joined Dan Bradbury's mastermind actually towards the end of it's December 2019 as well. So I was really in my head, like really set to go <laughs> 12 days into 2020 sofa. Uh, my world got turned upside down. So uh, before the pandemic, it was around, it was in the news, but it hadn't reached the UK and, and we weren't panicking about it at that right. point. I went rock climbing, um, had a really bad fall and nearly lost a leg and uh, ended up in hospital for over a month. Oh my Lord. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's a hell of a story. That's that's probably worse than COVID right then and there. Um, so wait, you were probably in a hospital then during COVID as well, which has probably not got to make you feel comfortable. You were in the hospital for a month. You almost lost your leg. I'm assuming when you say the word almost, you didn't and things are okay now. How are you recuperating? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the scarring's pretty intense, which will always be there. And that's okay, there are that's okay. People dig scars. See, but I can live, yeah, 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 scars I can are cool. With, yeah. yeah. I mean, I um, there are some things that, you know, yeah, it's a life-changing injury, um, but I'm really grateful to be walking again. Um, I'm working out five days a week now, and, um, you know, I can go about my life. So, yeah, I'm I, over I, the moon. I love this story because, like, you know, it's so easy for, you know, us business owners. It's, it's, it's so easy for us to go into our corner, feel sorry for ourselves when business goes down and whatnot. So I could just see so many entrepreneurs like going, oh, COVID, it's killing my business. And you're like, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk COVID. You want to talk a problem? <laughs> How about this? Pointing to your leg going, you don't have to deal with this. So you had to deal with the recuperating uh, going through lots of physical therapy, plus your business. Did your business suffer because of COVID? So then COVID kind of all of a sudden realized, well, this is not going to be a two or a week thing. This isn't like SARS. This is serious. What's happening? What happened to the business? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I um, a consultant came. So when I was in hospital, um, I um, it, it, my leg was really, really bad. My 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 foot came off actually, and it was um, I really had to be literally put back together again. And um, I was um, you know I was in a bad way. I couldn't I yeah. couldn't move. Um, and was in a lot of pain and and but I needed limb re- reconstruction surgery. So they took me into theatre. They found out it wasn't a break, uh, just like a bad break, like they thought it was. Their exact words were, "Your legs exploded," and um, they didn't know if they could save my ankle joint. They didn't know if it might be a below the knee amputation. And so I, I needed a transfer to another hospital to have a specialist um, team. Um, and they it, because they didn't have any spare beds and they didn't know how long that transfer right. was going to consultant came to see me and I was on a day ward because that's all the space in the hospital here in Kent that they had I couldn't I didn't even see a window no fresh air no oh, no daylight and wow. I was there for three weeks before I discharged myself took myself off to my boyfriend's parents house um, where I had to be carried about because I couldn't move at all and um, uh, and and for forty eight hours, so that I could get into the hospital, because they would it was quicker to go in as an outpatient than it was to be transferred from another wow. hospital. Wow! And a consultant came to see me, Topher, and she said, um, "This is just before I did that." Which is, she said to me, "Listen, I'm going to be really honest with you. We don't know what's going to happen. You could lose part of your leg. You could lose your ankle, your ankle joint. You know, you need the limb reconstruction surgery, and we can't do that here." 
Um, we don't know when your transfer is going to be. So it could be later this week. You could still be here in a couple of months' time. So mm. your only option, like the only thing you you have you have a choice to be able to do for yourself right now, is to get your mindset in order. And she said, you know, I've seen people far bigger than you slide into a really deep depression with injuries that aren't as bad as yours, and they mm. don't ever get better. Mm. So if you want your life back, uh, that's that's what you need to do. You need to get your mindset in order. Wow. So. So I made three promises uh, right then and there. So the first promise was to Craig and both of our families. I just said to them, I'm going to get better. It's as simple as that. Um, The second one was to my clients and team. And I called them all up and I said to everybody, look, communication will get us all through this. It's all hands on deck. We're going to come together and not a single project is going to be delayed as a result of this injury. Wow. And then the third promise was to myself, which was, uh, this isn't going to derail me. You know, this is going to be, this is still going to be my year. This is still going to be my my business's year. And if anything, I'm going to get stronger and this is going to be even better. So, George, I got to tell you, and that's impressive. Uh, A lot of people would have just folded at that point in time because it's a convenient excuse, right? Like nobody would ever blame you for having a failed business at all, right? You'd have the ultimate reason to just give up. That's impressive. Wow. Thanks. Let me ask you this. Let me. I'm getting a little bit before we even talk about the pandemic, then, because now I kind of want to dig down on this one a little bit. Why? Why? Like, what is it about writing that made you want to sit there and go, "Yeah, we're going to get through this. We're going to deliver." Like, what's what's your compelling why? Why do you do what you do despite the fact that you almost might lose a leg? Writing and storytelling has just been a huge part of my life, Topher, and um, it's something that's been with me ever since I was a child. I always knew I'd write books. I had no idea until my late 20s it would be how I could make money or have a business. It was always with me, and uh, my grandmother, we were really close, and she always nurtured that side of me. And just reading and writing, like my seventh birthday present, Topher, was a typewriter. I was was a real geek. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so for me, this was like, if I'm ever going to do anything, I can't think of a single thing that's more me, like yeah. it's completely who I am. And so for it to be what I do, it's not like a thing I had to do in spite of my accident. It was the thing that got me through my mm, accident. Because yeah, good distinction. The opportunity to be, yeah, my, the ultimate version of myself. So listen, at that point in time, you know, we, we can have this conversation about the pandemic and we will, but like, I get it, right? Like, after dealing with that and still dealing with that when the pandemic hit, I could just sit sit there. I could so easily sit there going, it's a pandemic, nothing compared to what I've been doing through already. So, so I, you know, I mean, you had your own personal trials, but COVID was, I would almost think it's a bit of a backseat compared to the, to the leg issue with, so it puts it in interesting perspective, right? Like you're sitting there going, eh, COVID schmovid. Yeah. yeah, to be honest, it, yeah, I did I, without wanting to sound flippant, you know, yeah, yeah I mean, right. not only because it wasn't just the accident, but it was my, me and Craig just bought our first home together and that house purchase went through five days after my accident. Oh. So I transferred the deposit from my hospital beds and we were just looking at each other like we actually can see it and he had to move in on his own. Wow. Um, so we the, would the, just... The lengths some people go to not to have to move. I got to tell you, Georgia, I don't know. <laughs> That's just uh, that's pretty sneaky to to break a leg just so you don't have to move your furniture. <laughs> that's it. It's like I'll order you some boxes. So let's let's yeah. take a little step back here. Revenue wise, what were you doing uh, in terms? Uh, I apologize if you already said this, but I was so uh, intrigued by the story of your leg. What what were you doing revenue wise? You had a good lifestyle business. You said you were doing. Oh, you said you were doing low six figures. Uh, that's right. Now I'm kind of getting back on that one. So, um, which is a great respectful business, by the way. If you're doing a lifestyle business, 
you keep your expenses really low, you can have a pretty cool life hitting six figures with a small business. Then the pandemic hits, the leg thing happens. Did your clientele, did your business drop at all because of COVID? Let's be honest, no, we were, we were so, um, there were, I mean, it could have done. And I remember the 2008 recession and the big, big credit crunch we had. Um, I remember at that time, I was very early on in my, <clears throat> in, my, um, in my career, but I remember it being like everybody's budgets just got locked down. You know, there was no spending on marketing or training or, um, so I, um, I was very, very uh, quick out the, out the gate with communicating around, um, you know, how is everybody doing? How are you? How's your business? And just placing the focus on them and just being very clear about how I was going to help them bring them through it. That's great. Um, yeah, just totally focused on, on my clients and, and helping them grow. So you had just signed on with Dan's Mastermind then. You're one of the newer clients for Dan. Most of the people that are in this competition, by the way, have been with Dan for four or five years. I mean, one guy's been with him. I think 10, 11 years. Um, so you're yeah. probably one of his newer clients. I would assume, was there, like, tell me about that a little bit. I, once again, de de derailing from the pandemic, but that's fine. Um, did you have to, because I know, one thing I know about Dan is that he is like, he is relentless for you knowing your numbers. You have to know, you live, in fact, I think on his website, one of his mantras is, we live and die by our numbers, right? So, um, uh, was there a, an increased level of communication between you and Dan at that point in time? Just like, how do I manage the business with hurt, you know, re recovering in my leg? Did you have to do anything from a cash flow perspective to make sure that you were keeping expenses tight? Or were you already pretty well down with regard to knowing your numbers and keeping your expenses good? <laughs> so the words are my thing, but numbers were my weak point, which is uh, the biggest reason I signed up to work with Dan. Yeah. Um, what I found out during that time I actually uh, I hired my accountant and I uh, I've got, I brought in a new accountant who's actually he he uh, he works as like a, a financial director essentially. Mm -hmm. So we started to get my figures together and I actually learned um, that whilst you know revenues for a lifestyle business it's respectable that I didn't know the difference between revenue and turnover. So what I thought I was doing, yes, uh, it was worse. <laughs> so. Uh, well, not that it was, I mean, you know, yeah, it wasn't what I thought. Yeah. And when he opened my eyes to that, it just like reaffirmed all of the commitments and those three promises that I had made in the first place. So Can I said about, I've made so many changes. Yeah. Can I just say, by the way, I want to I compliment you for a minute because it is so easy, especially on a podcast or a show or when you're up on stage and you're a contestant, it's so easy to let the ego get out of control and hide the inadequacies of financial literacy or any aspect of our business. And for you to just literally make a confession like that on this show speaks so highly of your character, Georgia, in terms of the fact that you're like, listen, I, yeah, I, I didn't even know the difference. That, there, there are so many entrepreneurs out there that don't, and they would never admit that. And I just wanna take a moment to compliment you on your humility and well done, like uh, fantastic. All right, let's get back in. The, the interview is almost over. We only got like about four minutes left here. Uh, it goes so fast, right? Um, uh, all right, did you find, so now we're in COVID, your leg, you, 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 at this point in time, you have your operations, so you know the likelihood of being able to walk again and keep my leg is hopefully higher than it was in the beginning, so you can focus a little bit more on the business. You're getting your numbers down. Did you find yourself having to change your messaging at all during the pandemic? Did you pivot in any stretch? Because um, what I really liked is that you said you got on the phone, you communicated with your clients, you let them know that 
you know, you weren't going to delay their deliveries. So it really sounds like you stepped in from a compassionate side of empathy, knowing that they were concerned as well. But what did you do? Um, like, how did you bring in new business? And did you have to shift or pivot your message? Uh, yeah, great question. Here is what I did. Um, I really doubled down on on like my why and the whole purpose of everything, like why a book so important and refined my messaging. And that was when I realized, you know, I was helping people build brands and build communities. Yeah. So I refined my messaging. I increased the hours of my marketing manager mm-hmm. and we started putting out content really regularly. I launched my weekly podcast, Interviews mm-hmm. with Experts. I launched two new services for my clients, which gave the business monthly recurring revenue because the books are all charged on a flat fee, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and that recurring revenue component was uh, needed. That needed addressing. Mm-hmm. So we launched the blog and the podcast done for you services, and that brought in that regular repeat business as well. Nice. I brought in project management software. I created six new roles in the business in total. Three of those were full-time employees. Wow. Um, and right. three of those were regular freelancers. All right, now I got to know. Okay, so you're doing low six figures prior to the pandemic and prior to breaking your leg. Um, where are you at now? What are you doing? Uh, what kind of numbers are you producing at this point in time? Closer to mid six figures. So there was a 120% increase last year in revenue, 125% increase in turnover, and a 12,600% increase in net profit. Uh, sorry, sir. Repeat that. I'm sorry. Uh, what was the percentage of profit increase? Twelve thousand six hundred. Twelve thousand six hundred percent. That is phenomenal. Also, probably reveals that there wasn't a lot of profit in the beginning, anyway. But doesn't matter, right? The fact that you know that number, that you did that. Holy hell! Well done. If like if this was live, this is where we put the high five up, right? But we can't do that because of COVID. That's uh, uh, listen. I cannot wait to meet you then, June twenty second and twenty third. Hope are you going to be in person or are you going to be virtual? In person. No, uh, good. So I'll be able to give you a high five then. Um, how are, <laughs> are you? Fully mobile now? Are you walking or are you in a cane? What are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah, I, I had a um, a spatial frame around it for most of last year, and I learned to walk again. Um, I was walking without assistance by November, wow. um, and now I'm. Yeah, now I'm. Um, I can do like my gym workouts and things yeah. now. You're gonna climb any rocks any near future? If my ankles can learn to bend that way again, I yeah. actually will. Yeah. Um, but I'll be uh, a bit more careful next time, sure. shall we say? Yeah, famous last words. If you're a rock climber, you're a thrill seeker. There's always that one little extra inch. Uh, Georgia, it's an absolute honor to meet you. Let's also get you some business, by the way, here. Let's, we're going to put your website up on the screen so people can reach out to you if they uh, want to be one of the, uh, the 1% of the 83% who actually want the right book and get it done. Um, so I know that there's some people that are listening to this podcast or watching the show and they're like, yeah, I, I want to get a book done. So let's, we'll put your website up there um, so they can reach out and contact you. Um, and we'll put your phone number up as well so they can give you a call so your phone might ring as, uh, as well. Um, tell us, who is your ideal client? If the people are out there right now listening, who would you want to work with? Let's get specific and tell us who your avatar is. Thank you for the question. My avatar uh, are entrepreneurs or public figures who are growth-focused and uh, really committed to making an impact and, and sharing a message. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking to, uh, to develop professionally as well as 
personally in the sense of sharing who they are and what they know. Right. Yeah, cool. And then go to writebusinessresults.com to learn more and to see some samples of the books that you've written as well. It's a very impressive website, by the way. Georgia, it's a pleasure to meet you. I can't wait to give you a high five when you get to the event on June 22nd and 23rd. If you've been watching this uh, episode and or listening to the podcast and you're compelled, you want to meet Georgia, you can meet her June 22nd and 23rd in Warwick at the Ultimate Entrepreneur mastermind where she will be competing against nine other entrepreneurs to win a 10,000 pound cash prize and the bragging rights of being the ultimate entrepreneur for 2021. Very excited. I, I, I would have to say, I don't know all of the numbers yet, but if, if, we're, if you're judging people based upon the percentage of increase in profit, man, you are in the lead for that one by the way, Georgia, so well done. So anyway, if you would like to come out to the program, if you're COVID conscious, we can also have you come in via Zoom as well to the event so you can participate uh, and help vote Georgia into the winner's circle. So anyway, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Georgia, thank you for being on Zoom with us. Uh, I loved hearing your story. I can't wait to meet you in person. Take care and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you June 22nd and 23rd. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners.